hot flashes, vaginal dryness, painful sex, low libido, recurrent urinary tract infections, weight gain, insomnia, orgasm. What orgasm? Menopause is a very special time, and I'm betting you've not gotten a lot of information from your own doctor. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, a clinical professor of obstetrics and gynecology, the medical director of the Northwestern Medicine Center for Sexual Medicine and Menopause, a practicing gynecologist, best-selling author, and a nationally recognized menopause expert. My mantra has always been, if women are given good information, they'll make good choices. And I'm here to give you the inside information on all things menopause. Today, day one of question and answer week. I'm answering your questions that have come in through my website, drstriker.com, my newsletter, or through social media. So today's question is one that I got in a lot of different versions, but basically the same question. Take a listen. Hi, Dr. Stryker. I started taking estrogen when I was 48 after my hysterectomy. I love my estrogen gel and I feel great, but I've been on it for six years and my gynecologist wants me to stop and I don't know what to do. Every day in the menopause clinic, women come in because their doctors will no longer fill their estrogen prescription. So where's this coming from? This five-year rule is based on the idea that after five years is when there's an increased risk of developing breast cancer. Remember the Women's Health Initiative study I talked about in episode 31, the truth about hormone therapy, does it cause or does it prevent breast cancer? Well, as a reminder, that study was stopped at just over the five-year mark because that's when they saw the slight increase in breast cancer. But that slight increase in breast cancer was only seen in women who started hormone therapy when they were older and only in the women who were taking oral estrogen along with a synthetic progesterone. In women in your age group, 50 to 60 years old, there was an 18% decrease in breast cancer in women who were taking estrogen alone. So the synthetic progesterone appeared to be the culprit. And in fact, in more recent studies using a micronized bioidentical oral progesterone, you don't see that bump in breast cancer. Women like you who've had a hysterectomy don't need to take any kind of progesterone since the purpose of the progesterone is to protect the lining of the uterus. So bottom line, the general recommendation that all women should stop hormone therapy at the five-year mark was never based on data and certainly doesn't apply to you. Likewise, another common recommendation that's floating around there is that women need to stop their hormone therapy at age 65. No science behind that one either. The North American Menopause Society regularly evaluates all the new studies and scientific data and then periodically publishes guidelines and position statements based on those studies. I'm going to read you a quote directly from the 2022 North American Menopause Society position statement on the use of menopausal hormone therapy. Quote, there is no general rule for stopping systemic hormone therapy in a woman aged 65 years. The recommendation to routinely discontinue systemic hormone therapy in women aged 65 years and older is neither cited or supported by evidence, nor is it recommended by the American College of Obstetricians, Gynecologists, or the North American Menopause Society. For otherwise healthy women with persistent vasomotor symptoms, hot flashes, continuing hormone therapy beyond age 65 is a reasonable option with appropriate counseling, regular assessment of risks and benefits, and shared decision-making. They go on to say, 
controversy exists regarding how long hormone therapy may safely be used and when it should be discontinued. Based on findings from the WHI, breast cancer risk becomes detectable after three to five years in women using estrogen and progesterone therapy. For women without a uterus using estrogen therapy alone, that would be you, breast cancer risk did not increase after seven years. Vasomotor symptoms, hot flashes, will recur in approximately 50% of women after discontinuation. If hormone therapy is being used for prevention of osteoporosis, it's important to remember that protection against bone density loss and fracture prevention is lost rapidly with discontinuation. In the absence of contraindications, a woman should determine her preferred hormone therapy formulation, dose, and duration of use with ongoing assessment and shared decision-making with her healthcare professional, end quote. So just so you know, the North American Menopause Society is very conservative in their recommendations. So it's a big deal for them to say there's no discontinuation deadline and that it's fine for women to continue their hormone therapy. So unless there's a part of the story I don't know, you're a young woman who's only been taking estrogen therapy for six years and has no uterus and isn't taking progestogen. Your doctor's recommendation to stop using your transdermal estrogen is not based on science and doesn't follow the guidelines of the North American Menopause Society or the American College of OBGYNs. And if you have low bone mass or osteoporosis, well, that's just another reason to continue it. In addition to 50% of women who discontinue hormone therapy getting hot flashes, no thank you, there's also a very good possibility that you're going to develop vaginal dryness and achy joints. So that brings up the next question. As an informed patient, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do when your doctor won't refill your hormone therapy prescription? You don't want to be confrontational, but you can start by mentioning that your understanding is that there are scientific guidelines that say it's okay to continue taking estrogen, particularly since you've had a hysterectomy and are young. I'll put the link to those guidelines in the program notes. And sometimes you need to get another opinion. Episode 46, Finding a Menopause Clinician Who Will Listen, gets into the details of how to do that. But a good starting place is to go to the North American Menopause Society website to find a certified menopause practitioner in your area. I'll also put that link in the program notes. Telehealth is another way to get a refill on your prescription if your own doctor isn't on board. So that mantra that gets repeated so often by so many doctors that hormone therapy should be taken at the lowest dose for the shortest period of time just needs to go away. Tomorrow's question is from a woman who's worried that taking menopause hormone therapy to help with her hot flashes will be fertilizer for her fibroids. So until then... I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, and thank you for joining me. You will find lots more information in my Inside Information books available on Amazon.com. And follow Francie as she navigates her way through vaginal dryness, hot flashes, and pretty much every menopausal symptom you can think of. Thank you.
Sometimes I feel blue She helped me see the light Now I'm sleeping through the night I fall 